Cashflow Ninja, episode 202 with Gerald Salente. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, I'm joined by Mr. Gerald Salente from the Trends Research Institute to track the top trends of 2017. The Trends Research Institute is based out of Kingston, New York, and Mr. Gerald Salente is the editor and publisher of the Trends Journal. Mr. Salente developed the global nomic methodology to identify track, forecast, and manage trends, and Mr. Salente is also a political atheist. Unencumbered by political dogma, rigid ideology, or conventional wisdom, Mr. Salente, whose motto is Think for Yourself, observes and analyzes the current events, forming future trends for what they are, not for the way that he wants them to be. And while Mr. Salente holds a U.S. passport, he considers himself to be a citizen of the world. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MCLobster or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja to 44222. To ensure that you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. You can support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you do become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page where previous guests connect with listeners and you get to access a community of people that are on the same journey as you are, where you can network, share information and ideas, and possibly find a partner for your next business and deal. When you do become a patron, I will also send you a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron at Cashflow ninja.com forward slash support. My friend Dave Zook says you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for higher yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at Mahogany Bay Village in Belize or investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the U.S., visit CashflowNinja.com forward slash real asset investor. Gelt Inc. is a multifamily syndicator which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Gelt provides its investors with significant cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. You can reach out to Joss Satin at joss at geltinc.com to learn more. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start and how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. 
If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRAs within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Mr. Salente, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me on. So much to talk about right now. So, so many things uh, happening globally, uh, nationally in the U.S. Um, let's start with the divided states uh, of America, which you covered in the Trends Journal uh, edition right here. Um, what has happened to us, Mr. Salente? And uh, how does this pr- trend play out? Uh, violence has already erupted. Uh, is it going to get any worse? It's going to get worse because the media is making it worse. They're they're promoting incidents that should not be covered uh, to the extent that they do. These uh, neo-Nazis are a tiny little group of Americans. And it's it's uh, they they do it to gain ratings, period, paragraph. Uh, When we held Occupy Peace, the website OccupyPeace.us here, and had Ralph Nader, Cindy Sheehan, Dr. Robert Thurman, Uma Thurman's father, Gary Null and others, Paul Craig Roberts, uh, hardly any coverage. But boy, you put a bunch of couple of crazy people out in the street, let's cover it. And they're turning America into a racist nation. Oh, yeah? Hey, what color was the last president? I mean, I got a 10, but I think the cat was a couple of shades darker than me. If we were a racist nation, we would not have elected a black president. Are there racists in America? Of course there are. But not the majority, a small minority. But let's really hit that minority and keep hitting it harder and harder and harder so we can get the people's minds off the bigger issues and divide them so that we could continue as we are to rob them blind, steal their dough. 20 cats in the United States have more dough than half the country's population. Let's keep their minds off it that, hey, debt levels now among Americans is the highest on record. Let's keep their mind off it that, oh, yeah, Obama used to brag that, you know, folks, and I'm glad I don't like that folks stuff. You know, you can folk you. But he always used to call us folks talking down to us. Folks, I created, you know, all those jobs when when I was president. Yeah. And according to the Harvard-Princeton study, all those jobs you created, 94% of them were temporary jobs. Oh, and by the way, all that wealth that was created when you were president, 95% of it went to the 1%. That's what they're doing. They're dividing the country so the people's minds are off the greater issues. So as we hear Charlottesville all the time, hey, what did, uh, what did Trump just do? Extended the Afghan war, the longest war in American history with no end in sight. 
out of the news, man. Where are all those people that hate that hate speech? But boy, you little cowards out there, both little boys and girls, to be even, black and white, to be equal, all races, creeds and colors, just to pile it on so we put everybody in the same boat. Where are your protesters? Why aren't you protesting the wars and the military budget growing bigger? Oh, all you little clowns out there, you missed a story two days ago that U.S. warplanes slaughtered over a 100 Syrian civilians in Raqqa. Oh, and only 25 children were killed among them. It's all hypocrisy. It's the mainstream media that's nothing more than another element of the military, industrial, corporate complex that is destroying this country in front of us. Yeah, there's so much virtue signal going on on social media, moral posturing, and, uh, oh, I stand against uh, the Nazis. Thank you for clearing that up, by the way, yeah. um, that we stand against Nazis and, yeah, and yeah, racism. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, but where were these folks uh, on these issues that really, really matter, this war that's been going on for 17 years? And um, that was one of the things people were just tired of it. There was just war fatigue. And there are many, many folks that uh, turned to Trump during the election because he was, quote unquote, the peace candidate. But now, of course, Mr. Salente, keeping our attention off the, the real things, the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. No, wait, it's North Korea. They're out to get us. They're going to strike us. There's terrorists under our, underneath our bed. There's Nazis ready to kill us. And, oh, my goodness, the mosquitoes are going to get you with that Zika virus. So there's all these, uh, this, this, this fr frenetic and just frantic uh, uh, frenzy of all these issues where they're really truly steering us away from what is really going on as you were saying there was a study that just came out over 70 percent of americans are living paycheck to paycheck home ownership right now in the u.s it's at 50-year lows and millennials can't afford it it's one issue after another and then you look at the bigger scam look what's happened to the White House. It's taken over by the generals. I mean, you know, the, the, when Eisenhower gave that speech about the military industrial complex taking over the country, I mean, this is a five-star general, the Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces in World War II, his farewell speech in 1961, when he left the, uh, the Oval Office, warning us. He would have never dreamt of what's happening now. Three generals running the show? And the Goldman Sachs gang. I mean, it's right there in front of everybody's eyes. Like what you said it very well about these moral. How did you, how did you? Moral posturing. And I stand post against racism and Nazis. Moral Thank you posturing. So much. Yeah. yeah. And you know how they're posturing? They're bending over or else they got their little pink pussy hats on. Right. That's their posturing. Again, where are they on the major issues? The United States has slaughtered few million people over the last several years, invading foreign nations. I mentioned Syria. That's against international law. It's a country that did nothing to us. And the now 
the generals have taken over the White House. And you know why he got those generals in there, Trump? Trump, we're the same age. When I was a little kid, and I was out of hand all the time, after my parents got fed up with it, they say, your little has so bad enough of your crap, you're going to military school. That was the greatest punishment you could tell a teenage kid. Trump was so narcissistic, out of control, he actually went to a military school. Not far from us over here, New York Military Academy in Cornwall, New York, in the middle of nowhere, a tiny little concentration camp. Now, here I am. What are you, kid? You know, you think of sports, girls, and cars. He's in military school, and I'm eating my mother, may his soul rest in peace, fine Italian cooking, and he eating this military food crap, learning how to make his bed with sharp corners and dressing up in military drag because he's so out of control. Now he has the guys there, even the New York Times loves the fact that the military's in the White House to keep Trump under control. You can't make this up. It would be a script if you try to sell it to Hollywood. No one would believe it. He loves that military stuff. He's part of it. But again, a little boy without the cojones, he'd beat the Vietnam draft because his old man had connections. We well, had a bone spur. Which bone spur? What ankle? I don't remember. Yeah, I had a bone spur in my ankle too, but that didn't get me out. I had to beat the draft other ways. But he's a coward in, in, in first of all, pumping up these generals, but not having the cojones to send, hey, send your little boys to go fight in Iraq, fat mouth. Send your little Jared over there to go fight in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria, fat mouth. Hey, commander in chief, you like these wars? Lead the charge. If you want to call them out, take them out. But they're cowards, one after another. And where are all those Democrats complaining about the war? No, no, no. Little Chucky Schumer, out of the mind Pelosi, Diane Not-So-Feinstein, they love blood and guts as long as we pay for it with our money and our lives. No, that is definitely one thing that I've seen is there are so many ways that the Democrats can go after Trump on so many levels and uh, campaign promises that were broken and things that he stepped back on. When you looked at the budget, which you covered at the Trends Journal so well, the military won. Uh, and this was, quote unquote, AP's candidate. So there's so many areas of attack. Uh, I mean, it could come from all sides. But now they're still on this. Uh, well, now it's the racist thing. They were on the Russian thing for a while. So this, I don't know if it, this is just the, the media that's playing in the strategy. Uh, you've been inside uh, running campaigns um, and strategies. Uh, what is going on? Uh, there's really uh, no other opposition besides we stand against racism and Nazis and we hate Trump. The, the, the opposition is the deep state, and the deep state is both parties. And particularly in this case, it's the Democratic Party. They sold the lie that the Russians hacked in to the Democratic National Committee. And this is a fact. Not one shred of evidence. I saw that guy Clapper, who used to be, uh, you know, the, the, the former uh, was it NSA head. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying that Trump is unfit to run. Look at this clown. 
You couldn't make up a better cartoon character than Clapper, a liar, an yeah. outright liar who lied to Congress saying that they weren't tapping into our phones and watching everything that they would, we were doing. And I got a jerk like him telling me that Trump isn't capable or out of his mind when you got a clown like him out of his mind. It's one after another. These people having been there, like I, I was, as you mentioned, I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 23 years old. I have pictures of me and Ronald Reagan. I was alone with him for an hour and a half. I was with him and Michael Deaver, hired him to do a gig when I used to represent the chemical industry. I've been around these people. Me have pictures of me and John Connolly, the guy that took the bullet in the back sitting in front of Kennedy, in front of the book depository with his wife, Nellie, may they both rest in peace, and their first time back since the assassination. I know who a lot of these people are, and most of them are psychopaths and sociopaths. Anybody that wants to run for government, president, as Eisenhower said, to the, to the effect, this is not exactly it, but you're either crazy or a maniac. You don't want to seek the office. You want to be pulled into it. So what I'm saying to you is that these people are, that are politicians are the same people you hated in high school and college that wanted to be class president and head of the student council. They're psychopaths and sociopaths. Those are the ones that are selling the hate, the divisiveness, and the immorality. Anything, anything so that they could get into power. So again, not one shred of proof that the Russians did anything. Oh, look what the Russians did in Ukraine. Oh yeah, they overthrew the democratically elected government of Yanukovych, didn't they? No, that was the Americans. But we'll cover it up and every stupid jerk out there that believes the crap from the prostitutes will believe the lies that, hey, Russia invaded Crimea. Nah. They were there longer than America's been a country. And under the agreement they had with Ukraine, they had the port over there. No, they didn't invade it. Oh, no, and they didn't, they didn't annex it. They had a vote. International observers, what, 96% of the people voted to leave because they didn't want to be with the corrupt Ukraine government that the United States installed. In oh, hey, hey, just thank you for making me think of this. All of you, what do you do the word you use? Moral? Moral posturing. Yeah. Virtue signaling. <laughs> Where are you neo-Nazi haters? How come you don't hate the new Ukraine government? Brought to you by the neo-Nazis that America supported. Hey, hey, Salenti, those neo-Nazis is okay. Yeah, our neo-Nazis. You moral people are a bunch of hypocrite little nothings. You don't have the courage to stand up to the truth. All you do is bow to lies, hypocrisy, immorality, because it hides your lack of courage. You're listening to Gerald Salente on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the U.S., 
Our simple, proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com slash guide. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com slash guide. You're listening to Gerald Salente on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and are back to our interview. Yeah, if, if you have principles and values established and set in place, it doesn't matter which way it's coming from, from what side, you have to stand for what you stand for. And when you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything, uh, as evidence with a lot of these behaviors. Now, Mr. Salente, uh, the war talk heated up. And, you know, uh, the economy, to jump in, to tie it in with economy and markets, usually when there's a lot of war talk going on, it doesn't really necessarily reflect a very healthy and a boistering economy. Usually when there's things happening in it, people go and look to pick fights in other places to take their mind of the economy. What do you see going on globally? What do you see locally in the United States uh, in the economy and markets? On the economy, of course, you know, they're going to raise interest rates. When will they raise them and how much? When you account for inflation, even if they raise interest rates another 25 basis points, it'll only be four times in 10 years. So if you, if you use the fake inflation rate and multiplied it by 10, you saw inflation increasing by 16.5%. So if they raise interest rates again and they bring it up to around 100 basis points, it's still well below the inflation level. It'll still allow the Ponzi scheme to go on. There's a psychological effect, however. Will that affect Wall Street? Will it affect the other? We don't think so, not at this point. So they're going to keep the Ponzi scheme going as much as they can. Having said that, there's the wild cards, and there's no wilder card than the Trump card. So if there's a wild card, the markets go down, and they see the markets under pressure, start looking for war. And the war that we're looking at that the United States is going to launch is against Iran. You listen to Tillerson, you listen to McMaster, you listen to any of them, Mattis, one after another, Trump, they have Iran as the world's greatest supporter of terrorism. Yeah, a country that hasn't invaded a country in 250 years. Oh, yeah, but didn't they invade Iraq? No, I think that was the United States. How about Afghanistan? That was the United States. Look what they did to Libya. Now that was the United States. How about Somalia? Now the United States. Sudan, United States. I could keep going on. But they're getting us to hate Iran. North Korea is not going to go anywhere, any place, any, nothing's going to happen. And there's a country there with a GDP half the size of West Virginia's where they, they took away their, their, uh, foreign trade. They cut it by a third. You know what a third is? One billion dollars. They have three billion dollars in total. What's Bill Gates worth? 80 something billion. There's a whole country. So you don't have to worry about North Korea. They're not, it's not going to happen there. It's going to be between, I believe, Israel and Iran. Israel is going to do something to infuriate and to, to do. And now you're also looking at Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates going after Iran because they just threw out Qatar because Qatar had shares natural gas fields with Iran and does business with them. So they just you saw what they did to Qatar. So I believe that the next hot spot's going to be with Iran. They're already setting the American people up to hate Iran. And by the way, very important, a study came out, a report came out about two weeks ago, never made the American news. They declassified CIA 
documents, proven fact, how Winston, may you rot in hell, you son of a bee, because the wars that you loved, saying in language that any moron could read and understand, that they overthrew Mosaddegh in 1952, it began, overthrew him in 53, the prime minister duly elected by the people of Iran because Winston Churchill wanted the oil. End of story, right there in black and white, convinced the United States, the CIA, the MI6 and CIA worked together to overthrow the democratically elected government of Mosaddegh in 1953, because Mossadegh had the nerve earlier to throw out what is now British Petroleum, back then called Anglo-Iranian oil, and another one called Standard Oil, better known today as ExxonMobil. Oh, and who's the Secretary of State in the United States? Oh, Tillerson. Hey, wasn't he the CEO of Exxon? That doesn't count. So... You can see where this is going. Then they brought the Shah in there, this murderer that slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. The Savak, the secret police, was a good stamp of the SS and even a little worse in some ways. So when the revolution happened, that's what the revolution in Iran was about. Getting at the dictatorship that the United States and, and, and England installed. So anyway, that story that the facts came out how the CIA and the MI6 overthrew the democratically elected government of Mossadegh, the Iranian people, in 1953, never made one piece of U.S. news because the prostitutes, the people they get paid to put out by their corporate Johns and their Washington whoremasters, they didn't, weren't paid to put that out. That should have been front page news by any anyone that could call themselves a jur- journalist at this stage, Mr. Salente, which there's not not a lot out there. There isn't in the independent. There isn't the in the independent media, but uh, oh boy, the the national media. And that was one of the things that uh, your top trends for 2017 was the rest in peace, peace, the fourth estate, uh, and we've seen that unfold in front of our very eyes with a lot of folks uh, in in deep trouble. Uh, the New York Times that you refer to as well. Uh, one of the other trends that we looked at was the no more cash trend. Oh. And boy, what a year it's been for digital currencies, uh, blockchain technology. Uh, I've been following the space quite a bit. There's a ton of entrepreneurs uh, on, being entrepreneurs uh, fl- uh, fl- go- coming into this space and creating amazing businesses to position themselves for this. Um, what's your take on Bitcoin? Uh, where do you see this is this is going, and uh, how? Where do you see this trend uh, going in in the the remainder of 2017? So we only see it growing as more countries go cashless, and more and more uh, eruptions keep happening. Look what happened with uh, uh, in, in in South Korea as things heated up. Look what happened in Japan as things heated up. People went into cryptocurrencies, drove the prices up of different ones of them. Look what's going on right now in Venezuela. Hyperinflation like they've never seen. The boulevard is not worth anything. Hey, how about all those Venezuelans now that are doing Bitcoin mining? So you're looking at alternative currencies. People say, well, you know, these are just, you know, there's no intrinsic value. Oh, you mean like uh, the intrinsic value of 
fiat currencies that governments just keep printing money with nothing, digital money with printed on nothing and backed by nothing. You want to talk about fiat currencies, intrinsic value, take a look. Right. So these, we see this is still having a future. And of course, also gold. You know, gold has maintained its value between the $1,200 and $1,300 mark. And this is a reason why. So, but gold, of course, you have, you can take physical possession. You can't of a digital currency. However, we see both of them growing. And even the de- interest rates are going to go up. That'll drive gold prices down because the current, the, you know, the, the holding costs go up, the, the stronger the dollar gets. But it's not going to get that strong. So again, the only reason the dollar is strong, by the way, is because all the other currencies are so weak. Do you know what China's debt to GDP ratio is? It's almost at 300. China quadrupled its debt since the panic of 08. It's now holding $30 trillion worth of debt. Why would I want a yuan? So when Trump says, oh, they're pumped, they're knocking down the value of the yuan purposely. No, they're not. People are trying to bail out of it. That's one of the reasons why you saw Bitcoin go so high in 2016, as the yuan was going down. So that's what we see more and more happening. No, I agree with you. Gold is a store of value and the medium of exchange uh, of the future is software. It's going to be uh, cryptocurrencies. And what I like about it is it's made people question what is money and currency. You got and, it. And and that is the greatest thing uh, about it. So really watching that because uh, I just recently went back to South Africa where I'm originally from. And, you know, I was looking at all these folks uh, walking around and especially in the, in the towns, townships, uh, the, from a, uh, from an economic standpoint, the folks that are not doing so well, they're all on their cell phones. They bank on their cell phones. They communicate with their cell phones. And I was thinking to myself, this is incredible. Once Africa discovers Bitcoin, because these folks uh, for years have been under dictators and just really just mobsters uh, uh, fleecing their nations and banking it overseas in Swiss bank accounts. Uh, and once the folks on the ground are going to realize, listen, I don't have to have my savings depleted and destroyed by these folks. I'm go- There's an alternative. I can go on Bitcoin. I can have it on my phone uh, and store it there. I can transact with other folks and send it just like I'm doing right now with my online banking. That's right. And, and then you take countries like China, you know, we have 70 million people on smartphones. What's the population of the United States? 320 million. So you have more people right now, more than double the amount of the United States on smartphones. And you go to Shanghai, Beijing, all these places. Nobody's using cash. It's all, it's all digital. So the more it goes digital, the bigger the opportunity for cryptocurrency. And uh, I was listening to John McAfee as well, just saying what goes into mining a Bitcoin and the amount of energy and what it costs. It's around about an easy estimation, about $1,000. If we look at that, and then we look at who's using Bitcoin, what's the percentage of the population, who actually has bought Bitcoin? Uh, it's around about 1% or maybe even less. So uh, there's very, very few people using it. 
so that's why I'm saying I agree with you. This is a trend, uh, a mega trend to watch uh, moving forward. Mr. Salente, any other opportunities uh, or any other warnings for the rest of 2017 that you identified in your global nomic mid- mid-year report for our listeners? Well, I think the big one to look right for now on the economic end is to the interest rates. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of instability in the markets in terms of they're overvalued in a lot of ways. But we don't see a crash coming, but we do see a correction of at least 10%. But as I mentioned before, with Trump now under control with the, with the White House being taken over by the military academy, uh, the, the Pentagon, he's, he's, you don't have to worry so much about a wild Trump card and the Goldman Sachs gang in charge as well with people like Mnuchin and uh, Cohen. So it's back to the establishment, basically. And so we don't see too much volatility other than, again, at least a 10% correction. But it could get worse than that because of the wild card possibilities. So again, I don't give financial advice, but speaking only for myself, I like alternative, I like cryptocurrencies, and I like gold. And again, to keep your eye on the market fluctuations, particularly how it's going to react with an interest rate increase, whether it's in the U.S., whether it's in Europe or China or Japan or anywhere. It's a very unstable situation. That's the bottom line. And not to believe what you're being told by the central banksters, because all you have to go back to is the panic of 08. Listen to the then Fed chairman, Ben Bernanke, in 2007, saying that the global economy was sound and that they expected the U.S. GDP to continue to grow at the rate that it was in 2007. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to unwind this $15 trillion in debt that just six central banks have have attained since bailing out the big banksters in Wall Street, because that's the only thing that's keeping this market alive is cheap money. So if money gets too expensive, not only does the market go down, so too does a lot of the population, because as I mentioned to you right now in the States, you have debt at its highest level. So they have to pay back that debt with raising interest rates. And again, on the flip side of it, these low interest rates are a war against the savers because we, the little people, have no place to put our money. And the banks get our money for free, and then they loan it out at higher interest rates. It's a great scam. It goes back to nothing has changed since Jesus Christ chased the money changes out of the temple with a whip. So when people say to me, you know, Mr. Salenti, you know, you shouldn't be so angry. And I say, hey, if Christ can become violent with a whip, take it easy. I can raise my voice. Perfect. Well, Mr. Salente, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey uh, and knowledge and around all these trends and topics that we've discussed. Uh, Best of luck for the rest of 2017. And thank you so much again for, for your time. And thank you for all that you're doing. And I wish you the best of success. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, 
Small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Thank you for joining my guest Gerald Salente and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. Many listeners have taken action and received a personalized game plan of how to collapse time in their financial plan and become financially free in 10 years or less. If you're interested in a personalized game plan and custom roadmap to achieve financial freedom in 10 years or less, you can register for a free webinar at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gashku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text cashflowninja to 44222. You can also support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you do become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page and that awesome Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron at cashflowninja.com forward slash support. Geld Inc. is a multifamily owner which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Banking on the renter revolution amongst millennials and baby boomers, all-time low home ownership rates, and a major shortage of well-located apartments at affordable price points, Gelt has provided its investors with consistent cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. For more information on how to achieve sustainable yield for the long term, you can email Josh Satin at josh at geltinc.com. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you're an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314 799 
If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRA within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches that comes along with it, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning in the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 